SCP-2988, Folly of the Fruit Eater, Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. The grove containing SCP-2988 has been quarantined by Foundation personnel. Personnel will monitor SCP-2988 actions before, during, and after a test subject is introduced to it. Researchers should be wary of the 4-meter radius at which SCP-2988 responds to human interaction, as well as the 30-meter radius that limbs from SCP-2988 can travel. Researchers at Site-45 and personnel stationed at SCP-2988 have been instructed to report new findings or discoveries about SCP-2988's origins, as well as information on person of interest, Isaac. Description SCP-2988 is a tree located in a grove within North America and redacted. It bears resemblance to the quaking aspen, populus tremulolites, albeit possessing black leaves, black and gray mottled bark, and a fruit not found on standard populus tremulolites. This fruit is now labeled SCP-2988-1. SCP-2988 is 26 meters in height, with a crown length and width, of 8 meters each. SCP-2988-1 have black skin, soft red-orange flesh, and are ovular in appearance. The juice of SCP-2988-1 possesses narcotic and anesthetic properties, inducing hallucinations, giddiness, and vomiting in subjects, followed by numbness and loss of motor skills. Several branches of SCP-2988 are affixed at the end with animal and human forelimbs, all of which appear to have been ripped off with extreme force. Said limbs show no signs of decay, despite constant exposure to the elements. These forelimbs possess full dexterity and assist SCP-2988 in grasping, hitting, and restraining those that come near SCP-2988. When a human comes within 4 meters of SCP-2988, SCP-2988 will bend noticeably towards them at the trunk. Appendages on SCP-2988 near the subject then pick and offer SCP-2988-1 to them, gesturing in a manner indicative of SCP-2988 wanting the subject to eat the fruit. If SCP-2988-1 is consumed, SCP-2988 will wait until the subject is incapacitated by the fruit's effects before taking further action. If the fruit is refused, or if the subject tries to leave the vicinity of SCP-2988, SCP-2988 will attempt to force-feed SCP-2988-1 to them, often restraining the subject via forelimbs. If a subject attempts to flee, SCP-2988 has been observed smearing juice from SCP-2988-1 on the attached limbs and removing them. Limbs retain full autonomy while separated from SCP-2988, using the digits for transportation and pursuit of the subject. They can travel approximately 30 meters from SCP-2988 while in pursuit before showing signs of losing mobility. Footnote 1, i.e. loss of speed or coordination and collapse. Limbs have been observed dragging fatigued limbs back to SCP-2988. If a subject is captured, SCP-2988 will grab them by their wrists and ankles and elevate them to the uppermost branches. If there are multiple subjects, they are spread evenly throughout the branches. During this time, juice from SCP-2988-1 is constantly dripped into the subject's mouth. 
Any person held captive is usually unable to resist at this point due to both their restraint and their drugged state. Approximately three minutes later, four limbs on SCP-2988 will cease drip-feeding subjects. SCP-2988 as a whole will begin to shake increasingly, with its limbs beginning to produce the distinct rustling noises heard from normal quaking aspen trees. Limbs near the subject will then grab the length of one of their arms and pull back violently until the arm is removed. Limbs removed from a subject are passed around through the branches of SCP-2988 until a relatively empty area of space is found. A branch will insert itself in the exposed muscle of the limb, possibly anchoring or binding itself to the bones. After approximately 40 seconds, the newly attached appendage shows signs of regained dexterity. SCP-2988 will then violently throw all subjects to the ground at its roots. Subjects are usually killed from the impact. Over the next 72 hours, the bodies rapidly rot, presumably acting as fertilizer for SCP-2988 in the process. SCP-2988 grows several dozen SCP-2988-1 as the bodies decompose. During this time, SCP-2988 has been observed to lob several SCP-2988-1 away from itself. It is hypothesized that this may be an attempt by SCP-2988 to reproduce. Addendum 2988-1 Despite being a fruit-bearing tree, attempts to cultivate SCP-2988-1 have so far been unsuccessful. Those scientists are to continue studying SCP-2988-1 samples to learn more about its properties. Recursive testing reveals that the seeds of SCP-2988-1 may in fact be infertile. Addendum 2988-2 On redacted, SCP-2988 began displaying previously unseen activity. SCP-2988 removed eight limbs of varying species without an intended target. The appendages proceeded to travel in pairs to the 30-meter borderline and proceeded to dig into the ground until a hole large enough to fit a single limb was made. One appendage then buried itself into the hole so that the hand and wrist were still above ground. The other limbs then appeared to expire, seizing all movement and rapidly decaying. Though aware of what SCP-2988 was possibly trying to attempt, personnel were instructed to wait 96 hours before taking further action. All buried limbs were removed from the ground after 96 hours had passed. Several minor to moderate injuries were inflicted on personnel. Most limbs resisted removal, attempting to grab, crush, and swat at personnel attempting to remove them. Limbs were contained in individual study containers and continued to attempt escape. 12 hours after removal, all limbs expired and were deemed safe to study. Examination revealed early stages of plant roots growing from the base of each appendage. Each limb has been kept in their container for further research. As of redacted, personnel are ordered to remove any planted limbs from SCP-2988 within 24 hours of burying. Addendum 2988-3 Forward Several documents found within SCP-2746, located near Site-45A, have described a tree that bears several similarities to SCP-2988, as well as information on its assumed creator, Isaac. For sake of easier reading, 
the documents have been divided into subsections to signify the beginning and ends of noticeable events. Collaborative research is ongoing in both Site-45 and SCP-2988's containment site. For a list of possible information related to SCP-2988, please see file SCP-2988 full documentation. Access to these files can be obtained with a level 2 clearance and above. Addendum SCP-2988-3 Part A Documents 2988 Set 1 Translated from Original A-12 Recovered Redacted Documents were found within a shrine and SCP-2746 bundled together with twine. It appears they were written behind several bricks and a now crumbling portion of wall. Traces of DNA similar to the spotted hyena, Crocuta Crocuta, were found on the paper. It appears the text was scratched on with a claw or nail and black ink. The snow continues to fall, and the blood of my former and lasting friends fall along with it. It has now been redacted days since the Maker's Decree. Redacted days since the fighting began. Redacted days since I watched Adar torn apart by the starving. Redacted since Han was eaten by Madok. Madok, who I thought as my brother. And redacted days since Hadassa, in all her foolishness, sided with the Furies and was hammered to a cross. I saw her hanging, screaming as the snow burned her as she hung with her head pointed towards the ground. How her skin froze and fell off like paper. And I couldn't help her. I shouldn't have helped her. She was a heretic, and she deserved what was coming to her. Anyone who still has the sanity to see that Suiward and Sari are in the right realizes this. So why? Why does everyone insist on joining the blasphemers, the heathens, the mad who think that the Maker can be overthrown? For the past two weeks I have resorted to hiding in a shack, hidden by the ice, hoping that some stray, hungry animal doesn't smell me out or dig me up. I am so hungry. But while the Maker says eating will save my mind, I truly doubt that what he says is true. Tearing apart my fellow colleagues won't preserve me in the slightest. Sweeward, Sari, find me. Please, save me from the insane that run outside. I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Hunger got the best of me, and I tried to go outside today. I couldn't find any plants worth eating, and... I didn't have the strength to try and craft something up. The snow began to tingle as soon as I stepped out. It was a mistake to try and leave. Vivera was outside. I think it was Vivera. His back was turned, but I know that black coat and the way his tail twitched. He was eating someone. I couldn't tell who, but I whimpered. And Vivera heard it. I ran. I ran so hard. I couldn't see where I was going with the snow on my face, the fear in my chest, the sound of Vivera's panting behind me. I couldn't run fast enough. Vivera managed to catch up to me. I felt his teeth clamp down on my foreleg, and I let out a scream as I felt it being torn halfway off. He crushed it. I felt the bone shatter like glass. It hurt so bad. It hurt. It hurt. It hurts. Then Tracia came in. I saw her tusks run Rivera through his gut. Heard him yelp, and I ran again, as fast as I could. The snows covered everything. The only good about it is that it's numbed my leg. Found a goat. 
Might have been Gwerth. Could have been Preshard. Doesn't matter. They were frozen. Eaten too. Neck and ribs were in splinters. It's not a sin if I took a nibble, right? Footnote 2. Signified translations up for interpretation or equivalent word choice for the translated text. There wasn't much left and I buried them after. It's not like they could have healed from that. I was starving. I had to. Kept walking. Found a shrine. Cold inside. But colder outside. I went in. Continuing off. Passed out. Don't know how long. There were sticks and leaves in the fire pit. Incense too. They tasted like shit. Hungry. Maker. Forgive me, please. I didn't bury them all. I used some of their bones for a brace. Took some more to chew on. Maker, forgive me, please. I text illegible and smeared. Damn toe. The next two pages are filled with the words, forgive me, along with what are assumed to be several names of those the writer knew. Writing again. When did the bones lose their flavor? Did I get everything out of them already? I should have brought the whole body. Licked it. Hungry. Useless now. No. Not doing it. No, 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 no. Bottom half of document appears to have been chewed on, though it does not appear any text was written on this portion. How long was that tool in the corner? I was licking up snow and found it buried. At a happier time, I would have crafted something immediately. Doesn't do me any good now. I don't have a base to work with. Could I craft something? Fire pit has parts, but I need something more. Regardless, whatever I make, I need food. Finished. Below this word, there are several hand-drawn symbols or ruins that appear to serve some ritualistic or spiritual purpose. The meaning of these symbols are being researched. Almost out of paper. Last four sheets, actually. Gnashed the rest while crafting and stopped the bleeding. It hurt, but it was worth it. It wouldn't have been able to support me anyway the way it was going. And I used the sticks and incense to make the craft as well. Made a little sprout, and it makes fruit. I ate them all and nearly threw up. I've never tasted anything better in my life. I wish my leg wasn't stuck on top like that. It looks so out of place. Doesn't help that I know where the missing toe went. Part B. Documents 2988, Set 2. Translated from Original, A12. Recovered, Redacted. Documents were found with the documents and Addendum Part A, though bundled separately. It appears the writer used the blank side of various notices to continue their journal. Said notices describe punishments of some sort that shall be inflicted on a religious group known as Redacted. Feeling so much better now that I can finally eat again. Despite having only, text has been crossed out and is illegible. I was able to walk outside today. I wanted to keep writing. I wanted someone to know what Scholar Isaac has done presumed to be the name of the writer themselves. The tree is amazing. The fruit is delicious and it makes you feel so much happier. I'm going out now, 
see if there are others who are hungry like I was. I'm going to make Sweeward and Sari proud. Didn't see anyone today. I picked the fruit off regardless. It grows fast. I guess I just have a bit more for myself today. The remaining portion of the page is covered in dried orange liquid, presumed to be juice from SCP-2988-1. Delicious. Haven't been writing lately because of my searches. I came across five honorables in the past week. They were all hungry when I found them. Very weak. I took them back to the shrine. Some of them took a bit more coaxing, but they're recovering now. And I think they trust me. It feels good to be a healer again. The next four pages are a log of times Isaac fed or cared for the honorables he found, along with notes of improvement in their health and recovery. Everyone's looking so much better now. They're full again, able to walk upright. Sweeward and Sari would be proud. I, I can't believe it. I had been feeding heathens, the ones that were responsible for all this fighting in the beginning. I talked to them about the fighting today, and they said they were supporting the traitors to the maker. I was so angry. I felt so betrayed by their words. I should have just let them tear each other apart out in the snow, but I let my compassion for helping others blind me. I don't have to look after them anymore, though. I remained calm and went along with their talk. Afterwards, I gave them more food than normal. They were grateful and completely oblivious. Once they were sleeping from the fruit, I was very precise. One bite per limb. Clean. Started with Nashasha, then Yosef, then Karina. Sable was last. They'll never aid the others again. It felt strange, tasting, almost eating. I am delivering justice, aren't I? Heathens shouldn't be allowed to go free. I took the removed pears to the tree. Same spell used once for each pear. The tree grew bigger, broke through the fire pit ring. Fruit is bigger too. I'm going to eat well tonight. The next two pages are splattered with SCP-2988-1 juice. The tree got the leftovers. This was new. I didn't expect the tree to be able to move but it scooped the meat and spread it around its roots. Part C I'm not saving anyone anymore. Hunt down the heathens. Their bones will be added to the tree. Everyone will know what happened to the blasphemers once the fighting ends. Only going to feed myself. I won't eat the heathens, but I'll have whatever fruit comes off them once the tree consumes them. It smells in the shrine. Smells like rotting. I've spent more time outside than in. New fruit supply was great. Five days since last journal. Found two heathens. Played the weak role and they ran at me. I've gotten used to moving on three legs. Made it back to the shrine and the tree was waiting for them. This was new. The tree attacked. It whipped its branches and held them down. My face was hit several times before I ran outside. It's been half an hour. Still outside. Shut the door to muffle the sound. Four more legs on the tree. It added them itself. I don't know if I have to use the spell now. Rest of the bodies are all over the floor. All over. Maker, 
Please forgive me for the smell inside. I didn't want to dirty your shrine like this, but this is judgment, right? Realized something. The fruit tastes different after each addition. Up to 31 limbs now, and I just noticed. Also, the tree never attacked me directly, even when I watched. That's good. Three honorable heathens today. 35. I pruned the wings off the tree. For some reason, the fruit tastes awfully strange with birds. Down to 27. The tree is growing out of the windows now. Maker, forgive me for using your shrine this way. I dragged two honorables by the neck. They screamed all the way. Judgment silenced them. 45. Took care of fellow scholar Winnie. Almost couldn't get her and had to retreat. Right shoulder got torn up, but it will heal with time. As I ran back to the shrine, the tree threw a dozen or so legs at her and dragged her back. Yet another secret it's revealed. I'm surprised at how far the tree has come. Its judgment is sound. 51. I'm wanted. I can't believe it. Gareth was holding a paper with my name. I dragged the damn monkey back after he was drugged and bit his face. Let the tree do the rest. The paper says I've been kidnapping fellow citizens of Redacted and eating them inside the shrine. I don't know who saw me. I should have been more careful. I should have looked around. Gareth can't be the only one looking for me. I have to go. I have to save these notes. I can come back for them later. Sweeward and Sari will see reason in what I did. They'll let me go. I can show them everything I've done. Everyone I've dealt with. Last thing before I stash these. 63. I have to keep a tally. Part D. The following document was found in SCP-2746 in a building that appeared to function as a filing or records room. With solemnity and resolve, we execute Scholar Isaac's punishment for his atrocities towards his fellow redacted inhabitants. Before our great war, Isaac was known for his knowledge of medicine, being passionate and devoted to helping others. During better days, he was known for being an invaluable contributor to the construction of the healing houses, which have sadly since been destroyed during these dark days. While in hiding from his fellow inhabitants, Isaac crafted a tree using his own flesh and bone, with the intent that it will provide him food. Though Isaac briefly offered the tree's fruits with good intentions, he ultimately used his craft for the maiming of other citizens, and took their limbs and bodies to fuel and grow his abomination. For his crimes against the inhabitants of Redacted, the following orders, along with relocation to the Underplane, have been commissioned for Isaac's punishment. 1. Isaac's remaining forelimb is to be crushed beyond healing limits, then severed, so he can never craft again. 2. Isaac's blood is to be injected with charcoal from the Grand Hearth, so that the sins and corruption he ingested from the fruit of his tree are cleansed. 3. Isaac will be branded with the names of each citizen he caused to suffer. These brands, along with his severed limbs, will be transferred to his human shell upon permanent banishment from Redacted. 4. 
Isaac's tree has shown surprising resilience to destruction, in both crude and spell-casting terms. To combat the possibility of it spreading further, spells will be enacted to permanently render all of its seeds sterile. It shall then be magicked away to the unplotted lands in the Underplane, where it will remain untouched for the centuries to come. Thank you for listening to SCP-2988, Folly of the Fruit Eater by O.Z. Ouroboros. If you like this SCP, please like and subscribe, and follow the link in the description to the SCP Wiki, and vote to support it and the SCP Wiki as a whole.